What we're going to do with college basketball is we're going to teach you how to bet the NCAA tournament. You don't start uh, betting the NCAA tournament, rolling up to the casino in the sports book on Thursday morning, and you start filling out teams. You start really right now, like a month before, right after uh, the Super Bowl. Now, I have an MBA securities licenses, clients, and that worth $50 million. So every single uh, podcast and every single wager is a process. The same way you pick a security, uh, same way you make a decision, decision science, same way you choose an investment. It's the same way you bet a college basketball game or a NFL football game. It's the same process and you have to have rules. You have to have a code. In the episode notes are the top 10 rules of betting. And really for the NCAA tournament, that's where it really started with me. The NCAA tournament where I had an epic run in 2011, uh, paid for a lot of bills, a lot of vacations, a lot of things that run in subsequently 25 years of, of narrowing it down to the sports betting processes and rules and code, right? That makes money consistently, all right? So, uh, we get lied to a lot, right? We don't believe in uh, the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. So polls, rankings, all of that stuff are lies. None of them are real. And I'll get into detail a little bit, but. All right, if you think you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room, you're in the wrong room. We got Scott. Yeah, last time, but who made it happen? Uh, he, uh, Coach for 30 years. High school basketball. Last year, the NCAA tournament helped us out. We were 65%. We want to get to 70, 80%, which we've done in the past. Uh, what are your first words, Scott? This is, the, this is for any hoop fan. This is the best time of the year. Right, Conference right. tournaments lead right into NCAA tournaments for a lot of these teams. So. You gotta cut if you haven't done your research already, you're a little bit behind everybody. You right. need to really sit down and watch these conference tournaments. And even if you miss games, you need to you go back on YouTube, go back, find wherever you can find them, find them. Because I'm going to a game tonight where I bet you nobody nobody has even thought of UMass Lowell who's 25 and seven and number two in their conference tournament. So um, they'll, they'll be a very dangerous team if they get through the, the America East. Um, 
tournament because I'm sure they they got, they got New Hampshire tonight, who's not very good, and then Vermont right. probably right. in the championship game up in Vermont, and they both teams won a game against each other. So, um, so tonight's uh, tonight tonight I get to go scout UMass Lowell in person. So right. you can look at their backcourt because in the NCAA, yep. the way a team like Lowell Mass, uh, yep. You know, the home of Michael Dukakis, who ran for president. Yes. Had look up Michael Dukakis tank, and you see why he lost the election to Daddy Bush. Yep. Dynasty. Absolutely. Look at their backcourt, right? Look at uh, Lowell's backcourt to to see whether they're going to measure up against a high-level Division One in the one seed, or what kind of team are they that are they a team that's going to be blown out by 50 in the first half? But won't yeah. give up because they have a great coach. And it'll cover the second half line because they'll be hustling, diving on balls down by 50. <laughs> and suddenly they, they lose the game by 30 against the third string. Of right. One team. And you make money that way. You make money on second half lines, first half lines in the, in the NCAA tournament. Not to, not to get off on a tangent about them, but doing a little bit of research on them. They don't have a player that's played over 30 minutes a game. No, man. So, and they have a bunch of guys that have played like between 20, 23 and 29 minutes. And that's a dangerous team in the NCAA because that's a well-rested team right. that can play in the NCAA tournament. So if they get like a, I don't know, when you look at Tennessee, we were talking about Tennessee beforehand. Right. That's right. a dangerous team for Tennessee to play in the first round. Right. Is UMass Lowell. So those type of teams. Well coached team, you know. Yeah, well coached team against yeah. Mr. Barnes uh, really has a chance because he just pays for players, yep. rolls out the ball, has a style, and then you know here we go. Exactly. So exactly. And I'm gonna make sure it's written up soon. I'll send it to you so you can edit it. Sure. You put things in. Yep. In three part series on how to bet the NCAs. Now, the third part we got into specifics. Now we're going to get real specific. Yeah. Uh, we'll go through. So, to Scott's point, the WCC. Right now, going into the finals of the, uh, the WCC, just based on rest, what Scott just talked about, I'm eight and two. Just picking the team with more rest. Last night, one team that didn't cover was uh, San Francisco, who had just lost or just won a triple overtime game. <laughs> one day's rest played Gonzaga uh, um, and covered the 13-point spread. They got beat by 11. I thought they were going to get beat by 30 points. Uh, but still, uh, they did not win. So rest is going to be important. Look at teams, look at conferences in the conference tournament that have double and triple buys, right? That, that's very, very, very unfair to have a triple buy, right? So what's going to happen? You have a team with a triple buy. Um, what's going to go down is that the rest of the team is going to have a very, doesn't mean they're going to win. doesn't mean anything. means right. that that's how you start, though. That's how you start uh, picking games, right? 
to decide who's going to win that game, that has to be a huge factor in your decision-making process. What do you think? Right. I agree. You know, having a triple bye, first of all, you have no idea who you're playing in the first round or in your first game, right. number one. Right. Number two, you're basically sitting on the sidelines. You go through practice and stuff. Yes, I get that. But you're basically sitting on the sideline saying, okay, we got Gonzaga, and especially out west. You got Gonzaga, St. Mary. They're playing. Who are we playing to say? Oh, then they got to go through somebody else. So it's a, it's a real big disadvantage for any coach where another school has already played two games to right. get to you. They're already into it. They're already, they already got the game, you know, the game situation all set up where you're just going, okay, I'm going to practice. Okay. Practice today. Oh, and by the way, now we know we're playing such and such. So it's, it's a disadvantage and those teams generally come out very slow in those games. So in-game betting in the NCAA conference tournament, NCAA tournament is, is, is very big. It's huge. You, you can get some nice numbers on some of these teams with in-game betting that, that you, you're going to know is going to come in. So Now, um, if you're like me, because I know you are, right? Uh, yeah. Both of us, right? Both of us randomly. I did this last year. You just did this yesterday. You were telling me yesterday. We turned on the TV, and here's the, the Cleveland State girls basketball program. You turn them on for a little bit, and you know, whoa, wait, wait. This coach should be in the NBA, the Cleveland State coach. Yeah. These girls yeah. really well. Regardless yeah. of the talent, then they start talking about him. Oh, he's been a champ. He does a great job with the Cleveland State girls team. Yes, he does. He does, an, he does an excellent job. Watching a no-name conference, like I'm watching, and you follow our rules, we've made a lot of money. Do not bet a team you haven't seen. But you watch the first half. And they're getting wide open threes and they're in and out heartbreak. They're getting offensive rebounds and they're slipping and, and going out of bounds. And they're down by eight at halftime. And you turn on your, your local uh, sports book and they have uh, the team they're playing minus 10 for the second half. It's like taking oh. candy from a baby because you're like, okay, this team outplayed them. They're down by 10 and it's luck. Hey, wait a second. Right. Got a chance. Well, I'll give you an example because because a lot of my high school coaching was was on the female side. Right. Um, remember Harvard beat Stanford all those years ago in the women's tournament? Yes. And everybody said that was an upset. That was not an upset. Right. That was not an upset. Harvard was very good that year. They had a very good team that year, and they were ranked 16th because they played in a small Ivy League school, Ivy League conference. Right. And nobody gave them any credit of coming out of there and winning. Right. So right. as we've talked about in the past three episodes, there are no upsets in the NCAA tournament. If Cleveland State women knock off somebody in the NCAA tournament, it's not an upset. No. It is not an upset. No. So you have to go in when you're betting with the mindset is there are no upsets in the NCAA tournament and conference tournament too. There's zero upsets. Zero. It's just teams that are much are better prepared than the other team. That's why they won. So and yeah, when we talk about it's in the top ten rules of betting, marginal utility. What that means, and you see it, we talk about it when we head into the NFL draft. The top two hundred players are elite, yep. right? So for the NFL, that's the first three mid 
fourth round guys. They're all elite guys. Yep. 200 to 1,000, they're all the same. So if the thousandth player out hustles and has better technique than player number 179, player 1,000 will beat him. Right? I mean, who played in the NFL? If Mr. 1,000 goes into the NFL or college campus, hits the weight room, stays clean, learns techniques, make friends with his position coach, makes friends with everybody in the conference, everybody loves him, that guy is going to do better than the first round draft pick, like a Leatherwood who comes in, uh, has a drug problem, can't go to training camp because he's at rehab, uh, commits a crime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand, suddenly it's a starter and Mr. First Round Draft Pick is out of the NFL or out of the NBA. Two, two perfect examples. Who was the 49ers quarterback from, for half of the year and into the playoffs? Brock Purdy. Was he drafted in the, in the top four rounds? No. He was the last guy drafted in the NFL draft. Right. Number one. Number two, Tom Brady, 199th player drafted. Right. One draft in the first two rounds. He had a 23-year NFL career that was, that, that was the best quarterback. Right. So you, when you watch these small schools, there are guys on the small schools that can play at the next level. Okay. Steph Curry played at, Ch- at Davidson. Right. He's, he's, an, he's an all elite talent at the NBA level. But he went to school at Davidson. He didn't go to Duke. He didn't go to Kentucky. He didn't go to North Carolina. He went to Davidson. And Davidson, so, that guy has been there for 30 years. And the guy at Davidson, believe me, he is a better coach. I'll say it right now. He's a killer. better coach than Mike Krzyzewski. Yep, and all these people because he does it with zero talent. Yes, yes. But David, right? The kids buy into the system. That's the whole thing. Right. If they buy into the system, they'll be fine. And they buy into the system because he's run it for thirty years with success. So, and he might not get the five stars, but Davis is in the Carolinas, and the Carolinas (laughs) had a huge infusion of population people moving from the north moving south you know not everybody goes to florida or georgia some people stop in the carolinas especially north carolina south carolina and going up there to richmond right yep a lot of people move down there and it's not a bad place those are beautiful campuses james madison people are like it certainly is how james madison is coming up coastal carolina because you go yep. to those campuses, those are beautiful campuses. Yep. Uh, Ivy League professors like to retire in the South. And an yep. Ivy League professor can't retire. They have so much knowledge. They know so many things. They can't sit still. They'll play golf for a couple months. And, and, you know, how hard is it to walk into a classroom, grade papers, whatever? So they go and they go to your coastal Carolinas. They're retired, right? They go to, they, they, they become a professor at Harvard, tenured at 27. Yeah. Coach at Harvard for, you know, Harvard, Warren, MIT, all those good Ivy League schools, no, Cornell, right? Yep. They, they're at Cornell for 30 years. They get a pension and they say, listen, we're going to pay you $200,000 a year, but you can't teach here anymore because yeah. you opted for the pension. So you, a young 57-year-old, I'm also old, but now I think somebody who's 57 is young. <laughs> so a young professor in economics or whatever, 57 years old, says, Hey, I'm moving to North Carolina. What does he do? He becomes a professor at what? Davidson. Right. Oh, right. I used to have five classes at Harvard. 
And here at Davidson, I don't need the money, but they're going to pay me a hundred thousand dollars at Davidson to coach to teach two classes a semester. Yeah, retirement job, right? So you're getting a great education. You're in a beautiful campus. Uh, you're you know you're a three four star. North Carolina looked at you and said, "Nah, you know you were signed at North Carolina." And then they brought in some five star and said, "Hey, man, we're gonna have to withdraw your scholarship." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Plus recording. Oh, Davidson. Boom! You're at Davidson. You're doing good. You're close to Carolina. Right. All these schools. So, right. for betting purposes, you look at that. Okay, this school has a lot of money. They have the guy from Ameritrade who went on CNBC and said that referees are compromised. There's too much money involved. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and that's how to say that because he's paid for rest. <laughs> he, he, he's a benefactor for Coastal Carolina. Exactly. Exactly. He, 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 we've talked about him in the past. Iona, Rick Pitino, right. small conference. Why would they not want Rick Pitino representing them in the NCAA tournament? So what, what generally happens, you get in the, the conference championship game and Rick Pitino is one of the coaches, this team's in there, you're going to get calls down the stretch because Rick Pitino is a high-profile name, even right. though he's coaching at Iona, high-profile name. That's what that conference wants. And they have the, the ability to win one or two games in the NCAA tournament. This year. And that's a key they have a very good team. That's what you said because a lot of teams you gotta identify him. This is the time to do it. And people confess. Believe me, people confess. We were talking about the, the Murdoch murders. Yep. They had one of them. He says, Oh, I did Paul so bad. The man was confessing. If you listen to people, they confess. He even he confessed on the scene. He said, What a web we weave when we practice to deceive. Yep. What yep. web is he talking about? He's on trial for two murders. So coaches in news conferences, you know, they'll confess. All we care about is winning the, because, yeah, the Mac, Mac, right? But the M A A C, right? Yeah. Mid Atlantic, whatever Atlantic Conference, Mid Atlantic Athletic Conference. Exactly. They get an automatic bid. They get X amount of money. Now, if you win a first round game like North Texas did, like all Roberts did, all those people. Now the school gets $3 million for the next four years, $12 million. So yep. one win in the NCAA tournament, right? Yeah. Equals $12 million versus zero. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, and that's why you don't see very many. Occasionally you do like a, a George Mason went to the final four a few years ago. Occasionally you do, but a lot of these coaches are just like, okay, we've won that one game in the NCAA tournament. We're pretty much set now. Right. And the only way that they win two, three, four games is if they're ahead or in the game at halftime and they say, oh, shoot, you know what? Let's go win the game. Screw it. We're going to win the game. <laughs> so perfect example, Loyola or Chicago. Right. They went They went deep. Another another school that nobody, nobody probably even had pegged to go – past the first round right um the reason they went is because they won their one game and then they got in the second game they were headed halftime and the, and the coach was like to his staff we're gonna go win this game we're gonna win it and they went and they won it and then they won the next game. confidence starts to build and stuff like that so right you gotta watch that in the NCAA tournament after yeah, game and, one and i remember that Loyola chicago team this is what you gotta watch out for 
that year, uh, the trend was to go small and know how yes. to throw players. And they yep. had an excellent, I doubt he's in the NBA, he might be in Europe, but they had an excellent post player. And he was going up against guys that were shorter than him, all this and that. And that guy yep. was a horrible athlete, but he was very, very fundamentally sound. He got yes. position, he got rid of the shot quick. He he was uh he was reverse. He had a hook shot. <laughs> he had yeah. a drop step. Yeah, right. You're looking at where you got guys that you know Florida State's of the world. They're just athletes. They're not even basketball players. They're just athletes. And and but to what you season guy like that? That season guy like that would beat them every time. And what you just said goes to the coaching, right? It fundamentally sound. That means the coaching is solid at right. that school. Porter Mosier. And now Porter Mosier is at uh, Oklahoma. So you got to watch that because yeah. people see Porter Mosier and they go, okay, Vegas sees that too. And though a perfect example was Kennesaw State mm -hmm. against Liberty. Yep. Liberty have been to the tournament several times and they're going yeah. to Kennesaw State. I watched Kennesaw State play. I didn't bet it. Right, this that's how our process is. You yeah. watch you before you start betting. Don't bet blindly. Exactly. Never bet blindly. Yeah, right? never. Number four of betting. Never bet blindly. Because, because before betting. before you go on, yeah. If you're gonna bet blindly, you're gonna bet liberty. Right. You're gonna bet liberty because they've been there before. Right. They've won the NCAA tournament. They're they're very good in that conference. So nobody will bet Kansas State unless you watch them and then you say. Hey, they're pretty good. I'm gonna throw a hundred bucks on them. I'm gonna throw five hundred on them. Something like that. I saw Liberty play. Yeah, and again, Liberty is a very, very well coached team, but they're not world beaters. And Kennesaw State has a bunch of athletes. Yeah. Then, because the conference is poor, the tournament was played at Kennesaw State because Kennesaw State was the one seat. Mm -hmm. So now you got a team with more rest, with equal talent. And when I looked at the line, right, and I, and I think you see a lot of this, the line was minus seven Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas was covering their ass. Vegas, exactly. believe me, I don't know any more basketball than Vegas. They got basketball experts. Yeah, they do. Tarkanian son, Danny Tarkanian, people like that, setting lines. They know a lot more basketball than I'll ever know. So they, you know how much money they probably made on that game? With, with everybody betting Liberty because they had seen him on the brackets before and all that to that. The one thing you got to remember is Vegas never loses. They never <laughs> lose. If they don't, if they don't win on one game, they're going to definitely win on another right. game. Right. So they had a lot of people going to the window and saying, give me Liberty. Right. Not knowing right. Kennesaw State at all. Right. Right. They won. All right. So that's what you got to look at. Those August advantage. So we'll go through this real quick. because we got five minutes. Yep. Uh, AAC tournament, right? Again, candy from a baby. Everybody and their mother was betting Houston. Houston is a defensive team. They probably will cover the first game. They won't cover any more games. Look right. for Memphis and uh, Larry Brown sitting in the crowd because he's supposedly sick, but he's out there screaming and yelling at people, <laughs> calling timeouts. <laughs> even though he's out there. He's not the assistant coach anymore because he got sick, but he'll be around. Fourth yeah. West Texas. You got to look at that. So look at yeah. Memphis to go ahead and cover a lot of games and win that tournament. ACC, what are your thoughts on the ACC? 
ACC has generally been North Carolina Duke. This year, North Carolina is fighting for the, their lives to get in the tournament. Right. So my feeling is North Carolina is going to win at least one or two games. Um, I don't I don't think they're going to cover. They'll probably have a big number in the first game. I don't think they're going to cover that. I think they're going to win that, squeak that one out, and then they may go down in their second game. Right. The team, the team to watch in the in the ACC to me is Miami. Miami's very good, guard oriented. Right. That's what you want in the NCAA tournament. They have they start four guards on on their team, very high scoring, defensively defensively. They give up a lot of points. So they're a the type of team that's going to have to ratchet it down in this situation. But Miami is a team that I'm very high on. Uh, Pitt, another team. Syracuse. There's the thing, too. you got to watch your emotions, right? Yep. Uh, a guy that was on my high school basketball team is now the assistant coach at Miami. Whenever okay. he gives me a pick or something, I always go get because he's overdoing it, right? He gets assigned certain teams to do the uh, scouting and the game plan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bet on it. No, he's always wrong. <laughs> right. So yeah. got to watch your emotions is who you're for and who are you against. Right. So the, so the, the normal powers in this tar- tournament probably are not going to be there in the semifinals and finals. Right. So you're going to be looking at maybe a Syracuse, Miami, Pitt, Pitt's another good team. Right. Um, so that, those are the teams you're going to be looking at. So this is wide open in terms of betting, but, my my key point is I would not bet North Carolina if they are more than like a seven point favorite in the, in the first game in the right. ACC tournament, because I think all they want to do is win to get in the NCAA tournament, because they made they they went all the way last year. So, so Davis last year. last year they, you know, same type record. They needed to win the yep. and they did it because they got an NBA coach. You got to see. That's what you meant. Wow, Memphis looks so much better. Yeah, because Penny Hardaway, exactly, the NBA guy who focuses on the playoffs, which this conference tournament, right? Exactly. Uh, You've been on this early. I watch this tournament every year. It's very entertaining. Yes, yes, it is. It certainly is. The Atlantic 10. So the first game, um, again, you got to look at the coaching. Uh, Frank Martin, UMass, he is a developmental coach. Yep. Usually in four years, he'll have a good team, but he runs his teams to death. Yes, he does. He has a strategy. That's why he gets beat 71, 38 by Rich. Because <laughs> <laughs> his kids were dehydrated and dead, tired. Um, yeah. Be able to outwork some teams. Yeah. Be able to pay some guys from Miami to go up there and play uh, in UMass. Very so- nice out there. Go ahead. Yeah, so here, here's my thoughts on the Atlantic 10. Is everybody is on uh, VCU, okay? They're on them because they're 15-3 in the conference. Right. They look like the dominant team. Everybody's saying the head and shoulders above the rest. If you take a closer look at them, they are middle of the pack in the conference to low in the pack in every stat except turnovers. Right. They right. they ranked anywhere from fifth to thirteenth in the conference, three point shooting, rebounding, um, you know, assists, steals, stuff like that. stats that coaches look at. Right. Okay, right. so to me, 
they're not a team that, that could win that conference, I don't think. Right. Um, I'm not betting on them to win the conference. Okay. I, I like a Duquesne in that conference. I, I like I like other teams in that conference strictly because VCU has been all the talk. And if you, you know, I watched a, a few of their games. I watched St. Joe's, St. Bonaventure, St. Bonaventure, UMass, stuff like that. The one thing that, that they had a betting expert on at halftime that said VCU is the definite pick in that conference. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. No, don't listen, don't listen to us. We, and we're actually betting on the games. Pretty hard. Remember, at the beginning of, the, of this, you talked about the triple buy, or you talked about it in the pre pre show. Right. They have two buys before they play at eleven thirty a.m. on Thursday. Right. So right. here's a team that's going to be sitting there, going to be saying, "All right, Richmond won. We're probably going to put no. Richmond lost. Now we're going to play it. No, they don't have no idea who they're playing. Right. Zero idea right. who they're playing." So they may win the first game, but I don't think they're going to win much more after that. Yeah. So, so you're going to have to text me where you're going to be at, at this New Hampshire. UMass Lowell? Yeah. Because uh, it's on ESPN Plus. So we'll make sure we, we take a okay. we are on national TV. to <laughs> 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 get the crowd. Uh, but I, I, so, so here's what I would say. Here's a, here's, I don't know if it's a hot take or whatever. Yeah. But looking at UMass Lowell, they could beat VCU. Good. They could beat VCU. Why? Because UMass Lowell is a better coach team than VCU. Right. They do everything better than VCU. Right. Everything. Okay? VCU is – their average point of margin victory is eight. Eight. Which means they're in a lot of close games. Yeah. It's great for the tournament if they get in, the NSA tournament, because you play a lot of close games and you know how to win those. Right. But I don't know if they're going to get an automatic bid if they lose – um, the conference in the conference tournament. I just don't know. Yeah, I just I just don't think they're good enough. All the intricate numbers and the travel. Yeah, another team could be better than VCU, but if there's games next to the campus in Richmond, low travel costs, that's money. So they'll they'll go ahead and do that. Yeah, they're playing the, they're playing the tournament in New York. Directors and so on. They're playing the tournament in New York. Right. Duquesne's in Pitt, Pittsburgh. Right. Okay, so they're a little bit closer than VCU. There's a bunch of schools that are in that, you know, UMass was closer to Brooklyn than VCU is closer to Brooklyn. Right. Richmond is, is in the same vicinity as, as them, but you play a team that's won two games and is on a roll. You're going to have a, a difficult time. And VCU is going to be favored by double digits in that first game, probably. Right. So I, I would look to probably pick against them in that first game. It's double digit um, spread. Right. So. So Leola, Chicago. And St. Joe's are tied in the second half for for that. So they, they have four games going. Uh, yeah, yeah. A big and then tomorrow they come back with a, 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 a I think three or four again. And then VCU plays that first game at eleven thirty a.m. Playing eleven thirty a.m. is not a, it's not a uh, great thing either. That's tough to get. You know, you just just getting up, you right. have breakfast, team breakfast. You go to the you can't even have a shoot around basically. You basically just go in pregame warm-ups and then you're playing. So, you know, it's tough, it's gonna be tough for them to get through. Uh any any thoughts on the big east? That's wide open too. You know, jo- uh, Villanova's not great this year. They're yeah. they're off this year, mainly because Jay Wright's not the coach. So if you were betting Villanova because Jay Wright was the coach, uh that's not working. He's an announcer this year, he'll be an announcer. Yep. 
Um, Marquette's very good. Top 10 in the country. Very good. I watched them play St. John's the other day. Offensively, they're, they're really good offensively. They run some nice sets. Um, who is it? Wojciechowski is their coach there still? No. I want to say, who's their coach there? Shaka Smart. Oh, Shaka Smart. Yeah, who was at Texas and was at VCU, we just talked about. So he's better uh, at these little programs where he can press, yep. throw it up a lot, where he can play 10 guys. And those teams have trouble in the first game. If they get past that first game, they almost always either get to the tournament title or get close because they play so many players. They play that style. Yeah. Where other teams down, they're just normal teams with seven, eight-man rotations. They have come back in style. Here's what, I, here's what I would say. If you're betting just money line, Marquette is a good bet to win that conference. Right. If you're betting against the spread, I think Marquette probably is going to cover that first game, and then they're going to play some close games. They played St. John's played them really tough in that game. They only lost by five, 86-81. So St. John's is a lying sleeper in this in this tournament. I think. I think they're very that first game. Yeah, and they play that style. Yeah, we're going to play ten guys. That's some good scores on that team. Yeah, I'll tell you another team I'm very high on. And I'll tell you another team I'm very high on, and it's not in the Big East, um, you know, and it's just a Northeast school, and that's Connecticut. I like Connecticut. I, I like them a lot. This well, well, this is the thing. You got you to gotta like Connecticut versus not liking Providence because Providence, they want to finish high in the yep. either win or finish in the top of the regular season standings. That's all Ed Cooley cares about. And winning home games, home conference games for his alumni. He's horrible in the Big East tournament on the mo- for the most part. Some years they'll have a lot of talent get in there. And this year is one of those mid-level years where he had a good regular season but bet against him in the Big East tournament, but bet for UConn and Coach Hurley to talk to his brother at Arizona State every day. So kind of pivoting to the Pac-12. Yeah, and I can I can stay on for I can stay on for fifteen more minutes, Josh. My, okay, my friends cool. won't be up for fifteen, so right, we can go right. through a few of these. Okay, so, so we'll do uh, fifteen minutes to respect your time. I'll, I'll give you the Ivy League real quick. Okay. Harvard Harvard is always a very good bet in these Ivy League conference tournaments. Got it. Ha- Harvard is Tommy Amaker. They're very well coached. He always knows how to get the most out of his players come this time of year, and defensively, they're always good. Always good in these conference tournament situations. So, you know, they haven't had the greatest of years, but, you know, being up here in the Northeast where, you know, I'm, I'm 30, 25, 30 minutes away from the campus of Harvard, um, they're always ready for this time of year. Right. And, and if they get to the NCAAs, they're another team, very tough out, very tough out right. because they know how to play defense. Tommy Amaker in Harvard always covers. Yes. Whether against yes. either the NIT or the NCA. Exactly. 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 So you, so you got to look at them really closely in in the Ivy League. Um, you know, this this seems like a year in these conference tournaments where you're not going to get the favorite that wins or covers. You're going to get the underdog. You're going to get the middle mid C team that, that sneaks its way through in, in a lot of these conference tournaments. 
I'm not just talking about Harvard. Kennesaw State, as we talked about before, they were not picked by anybody to win the conference tournament. No, no, no they were plus seven in the title game. Yeah. They won the previous game by 10 points. With yep. good athletes, some good – you're talking about energy, right? You're playing at home. The It's a small gym. All the fans are going crazy. Exactly. Against Liberty, and you saw Liberty, and they're like, well, wait a second. These are not the Lakers. These are not the Celtics. These are not – Exactly. <laughs> Agreed. And and you know what? And if you're a better, do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe, so to speak. Right. Do not go to the window and say, Duke always gets there. Duke is going to win. No, they're not. Right. <laughs> Don't do it. It's, oh, it's, no. it's not a great. I mean, look at these schools other than Drake. Okay. Drake was really good this year. Okay. Uh, Kennesaw State, UNC Asheville. Fairleigh Dickinson, Southeast Missouri. How many people picked those teams to win this conference championship at the beginning? Or cover, cover games. That's the other thing. For our benefit, cover games. How, how many? Not many, I don't think. So. Yeah, or like let's say Chad, right? Chad went to South... Southeast Missouri. Right. State. Uh, There's a school across the street from a lot of his best friends went there. He he said, "Oh, you'll Simo, Simo, Simo." I don't like really Simo. <laughs> you know, right. you went there. You right. have an emotional attachment, right? They won. They didn't cover, right? Yep. So I talked Chad out of a bad bet because he was emotional about that. Oh story. no doubt. You you see what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. So you Absolutely. That too. If, you know, you, your emotions get part of this, right? So we'll go in alphabetical order. We'll finish in the next ten minutes. Okay. Big Ten. Watch out for Michigan. Absolutely. A, uh, a squeaker. They have to win games to get into the tournament, and they have a lot of talent. What do you think? Watch, watch out for both Michigan schools in, in the Big Ten. Yeah. Tom Izzo, well, number one, because of the incident that happened on right. campus there, that's number one. Number two, Tom Izzo is probably a top five coach in the NCAAs right now. Right. He knows what he knows how to get navigate his teams through these not saying he's going to win it, yeah. but he's a very solid – Michigan State's a very solid team to bet in the first game of the Big Ten tournament. Always. Very Always. solid. Very solid. And, so and, I, and, and it's going to be, to be honest, like we always are, I hate that, to be frank, that's going to be a home game. Exactly. Yes. Everybody from Michigan State, and even people who aren't, to your, to your point about the incident, right? about the shooting there yep people who aren't michigan state fans suddenly going to be michigan state fans if they are up have a lead in the second half the teams coming in for the next game they're all going to be rooting for michigan state yeah the only only way michigan state won't have a crowd bias is when they play if they play illinois that's it that's it other than that they will be favored by the crowd in every game big time big time big time So that's your Big Ten. That's who you got to look at to bet on in the Big Ten. Big yeah. 12, you bet against Kansas. Yes, you do. Kansas, yes, you do. care about is, like we talked about, the regular season title, which you won another one. I think it's 15 in the last 16 years he's won that. That's how he keeps his money, his contract. He's on. He's coached there 20-plus years, a total at Oral Roberts and then Illinois 
at our Final Four team. He's yep. coached 30 years. He's won two national titles in 30 years. So he's not love- winning a national title. And I, I think he's only won like maybe five or six Big 12 uh, tournaments, and that's because the talent was way down in the Big 12. That conference is loaded this year. There are a lot of good teams in that conference. Right, which is the opposite of when he wins. Iowa State is a team to watch for sure. Right. In that conference. Texas just beat Kansas right. last weekend. They're a team to watch. I mean, there's so many teams in that conference to watch. Big 12 might have the most teams in the NCAA tournament this year. But I think Iowa, Iowa State will cover their first game. And I, I could see Kansas losing in the second game of that tournament. Yeah, sure. no, Iowa State has a great coach. Yep, they do. They do. He's a coach on Montana State or whatever, and they used to come early season, upset everybody. <laughs> they go to the tournament and upset. Yeah, it's that's that's what you look. For. But the other thing you look for when you bet is coaching. Right. Is the guy good? Can he? He coach? and Ryan they call it corporate governance with Jerry Jones. Yes. Yep. Governance coach. Corporate. Corporate governance and coaching is very big in the in the conference tournament because these teams know each other. So it's what new wrinkle has the coach put in for these conference tournaments and can that succeed? Right. And that's the whole thing. So and, the, and these are good games, Thursday. I will say against Baylor, two very yeah. good coaches there. Yeah. CCU, Kansas State. So another great right game. The, bat, the Big 12 is going to have some really good games. Today is the Big West. Uh, started heating up, betting some big West games. Chad is big on those, always asking me. Uh, man, bet a lot of dogs here because Vegas takes advantage of people who aren't watching these games. I'll post all these picks. Um, they are starting today. Uh, Northridge against Bakersfield. That's kind of an even game. Uh, go Bakersfield. And then Cal Poly, again, against Long Beach State, good old Dan Munson. His dad used to coach in Minnesota. And his dad got kicked out of the conference when he got in a fight with uh, Musselman's dad. <laughs> now, Munson's kid coached at Gonzaga. He was the original Gonzaga coach that got him into the tournament and went on a run. Yep, I remember that. Now he's in Long Beach State, minus nine. Big mistake. Uh, Cal Poly slows it down. So look for Cal Poly to cover the nine points under 137 because they play slow down. And now, remember, scarcity. This is the last game Cal Poly is going to play. This is the last game these seniors are going to play. They're 7-24. and 24. So what they're going to do is they're going to pass it, and they don't even care – if they score once the buzzer for the shot clock goes out. <laughs> right. Right. Because they have zero talent. They just want to run down the clock, cut the game in half. Right. 42 37. Look at the under with that team, especially. Exactly. Exactly. That's what's going to happen there. Yeah. Uh, for the tournament, look for Irvine to win this tournament. But don't bet Irvine if they have a big line. Uh, 10 or more points, don't be betting Irvine. Irvine is a defensive-minded team. Their coach uh, is a former NBA assistant. So he, he has strategy. He does really good in-game adjustments. Uh, he's a coach. Um, he used to coach that um, 
forgot what uh, Run DMC used to be in there, but it was you know they had a nickname like that with um, uh, Chris Weber, Chris Mullen, and all them used to be on Golden State. He was the assistant coach there with um, the guy that used to play for the Celtics. It was a player coach for the Celtics. Um, not Bill Russell. Not Bill Russell. Yeah, the white guy. Coached in the oh. Europe. And had a Golden State team that made a run. Was Mike Jackson the head coach? We'll, we'll put it in before Mike Jackson. We'll put it in the um, episode notes. Yeah. You know who it is. It's a great Boston legend. It'll come to me. He's right. Not, Hall of Famer. But Boston has so many Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. I, I coach too. Uh, he coached Milwaukee too. Oh, uh, Don Nelson. Don uh, Nelson. Don Nelson, exactly. Don Nelson. Exactly. So he's a, the coach of everybody, the Don Nelson disciple. Oh, I don't know if that works or not. The 1974 Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA championship with Korea. Yeah, yeah. Don, Don Nelson was the reason the Celtics swept the Bucks that year because he said that Casey Jones was not a good coach. Right. Right, so that's why we're betting Irvine to win because, again, corporate governance, coaching. Guy knows how to coach. Yeah. Hey, coach at Irvine. That's your yeah. Big West tournament. Uh, don't know anything about these conferences, but – No, I got to go, go through the Colonial and the U.S. Conference USA. That's, those are the two leagues I haven't touched yet. Okay. Yeah. I, I be so much too. I've just seen Harvard play. I haven't I – haven't, I have to YouTube the rest of the like Princeton and, and all those other teams. Yeah, one of the most confusing conferences. I've watched a lot of their games and bet none because they're very, very confusing. Is the <laughs> Metro Atlantic, Atlantic Conference with Patino and all those crazy people. Um, I like Manhattan because of their style. Manhattan plays yeah. all the players. And so I like I like if they can get by the first game. Those are all those teams. If you can get by the first game, they'll be all right. Yeah. This, this is this is a league I'm going to say that I think the favorite, which is Iona, is going to is going to win it because of the refs. Because of the refs. Because when you have a a stop power name like Rick Patino, even right. though he's right. in his seventies right now, um, he's, a know, like, 70s, he's a young seventy. Absolutely, he brings notoriety to that conference, right. and he's also in post game and press conferences in the last part of the year he also talked about the conference as a whole and how he's mad that the conference only gets one bid basically to the NCAA right. tournament the conference is good enough to get two or three so to me that 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 automatically tells me that the commissioner of that conference and the higher ups are saying hey he's trying to get up our, our conference publicity let's get him in he'll get it he'll get us more publicity in the NCAA tournament so um, that's why I, too. don't screw yeah. me in this tournament yeah so that's why i think patino and i owner have won the regular season title right. will win the conference tournament and will get in the ncaa tournament and guess what they will give whoever they play major headaches in the first round if they don't win it right so. mountain west you gotta look at unlv yeah. a big win over uh nevada which is their top competition they're playing home games there in Vegas. And that's all. That's right. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I know they haven't had a huge amount of success in that, that conference tournament in terms of winning the winning it, but it's in your backyard. And so the record doesn't doesn't is not commensurate with their talent. 
exactly the talent the guys had. Believe me, he's been holding back for this tournament. San Diego State, it's going to be in the tournament regardless. They beat a lot of teams preseason. They had a great regular season. They won the regular season. I'm 8-0 betting San Diego State unders. So you got to hit that under until it doesn't make any money. Uh, and look for UNLV at this Mountain West tournament. And look for a lot of unders because of the styles. So, so you better, everybody that's listening or, or, or watching or whatever, wait for Josh's San Diego State pick to come out and then, then go with it. Because if eight, eight no, Josh knows what he's talking about when these overrunners come. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The two, the two things that have monetized greatly the last, last few weeks, San Diego State, Alabama. Those two, those two undefeated right now. 12 yep. and 11. Yep. Yeah, it's undefeated. So that that's popped my bet my bankroll as well. You know, because you got you got to not idly watch the news. Yeah. Or if you're somebody like me, I don't know how Scott is. I try to avoid the news as much as possible. Yeah, I'm not, I don't watch the news that much. So when something like the Murdoch murders or something is just pounding. You don't just idly watch it. You have, you watch it. Okay, what can I learn from this? That is being pounded at me. What are they trying to? Why are they pounding this at me? Why are they exactly. making sure? Why is the government? <laughs> why is the media exactly. wants to make sure I, I know about the murder murders, right? Exactly. <laughs> why? 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 And it's never what they tell you. It is. So you gotta say, okay, what's the lie? Why are they lying to me? Right. So. The fact that the Alabama player brought a gun to a murder scene, we view it as go the other way. <laughs> this yeah. Late, they're the, supposedly the number one team in the country. And then you watch them play. Hey, and Scott, you called it. You nailed it. We're close to this. You nailed it, man. Pac-12, uh, UCLA unders. <laughs> right? UCLA unders. And look for Arizona. Arizona does good. In these in this type of tournament, and oh my bad, Oregon, Dana Altman, Dana Altman has held back all season for yep. the conference tournament. So these are all paid players now. Now it's legally played. It's Nike. Believe me, they just the tip of the iceberg of how Oregon can play. Yeah, bet Oregon all down the line. I I'm thinking it's going to be an Oregon, uh, you know. I got to look at what side of the bracket everybody's on, but uh, I'll look at it right now. So, so here's what I will say under and Arizona state. You got to look at to cover their game too. Go ahead, Scott. So here's what I will say about the PAC 12 is that I, I think I had said to Josh, like two, I don't know whether it was two or three weeks ago. I, I went to the encore when the sports book opened and I made the mistake. Sorry about that. I, was a, I was supposed to get you those picks. Or something. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I, I bet against, I think it was Arizona. I think I bet against Arizona. And Arizona covered. And my, my comment to Josh was, that Pac-12 is only a two-team league right now. And it's Arizona and UCLA. And now Oregon, Dana Altman, is really a good coach in tournament time. Right. So, if you don't remember, he coached Creighton. I believe, and he had very good success at creating in tournament uh, situations. So there's going to be only three teams in the Pac-12 that I will pay specific attention to, I think, is, and it's Oregon, Arizona, UCLA, and that's it. 
Yeah, I have these Pac-12 picks, and we should get yeah. them. That's a goal. Chad, the rest man. of these teams are not. I like better. Arizona State. Arizona State and Hurley, the Hurley family. He talks yeah. To UConn every day. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Solid but team. Solid team. I tend to think UCLA is going to win that conference tournament, to be honest with you. I, I just think they're I really don't know. I don't know because. You don't think so? I don't think so. so. I'm looking at the bracket, right? So they'll, they'll play the winner of Colorado, Washington. Okay, that's Colorado will probably cover them and be under. Yep. Uh, Washington could beat UCLA if Washington gets through that. Uh, you're talking about Mike Hopkins, Beheim disciple. Yep. Yeah, I remember playing with that game. It's only that style because UCLA is a horrible three point shooting team. Yeah. So you're gonna have to slow it down against them and 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 push them out as far to the perimeter as you possibly can to. To have a chance to beat them, so yeah, I yeah. think I and I think that could work. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, when you bet the NCAA tournament, that UCLA game, bet the dog and the under. Yep. You go yep. shock. Go Oregon, Arizona, USC. Right. Yep. Uh, Arizona State USC rematch could decide whether Arizona State gets in the tournament. So you're gonna have to look at that and go for the over on that. And that's it, man. Final words, Scott. It's going to be fun oh. times. Text me where you're at so we can take a picture of you. I will. On TV. I will. And I'm going to jump off after this. Um, yeah. This is this is the time, okay? If you haven't watched, as I said before, you're a little bit behind everybody else. Right. I've watched a lot of these Northeast Conference teams. I've watched up and down. I believe the two or three conferences I'll get into tomorrow. I'll look at them a little bit more. Nice. Um, but you got to you got to listen to the podcast. You got to, you got to monetize. You got to, you know, the San Diego States unders and the Alabamas against, you know, against them. And then as Josh said, you know, Pac-12, he knows his, his Pac-12 basketball. He knows his West Coast basketball Big really West. well. So yeah. Big West. Yep. And Chad knows the mid-majors pretty, pretty good too. So I, I think it's going to be a good NCAA tournament for us. And, I, and just watch the conference tournaments really closely because you're going to see a lot of so-called upsets that aren't upsets. But you're going to see a lot of teams that you didn't think were going to get there get there this right. year. So um, so be prepared for that. Be very prepared for that. In-game betting is a big thing conference tournament-wise. You'll get some really good numbers in-game uh, betting. So look at that, too. That, that, could, that could give you some nice wins, too. So. Yeah, yeah, put it on mute. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna absolutely some stuff. I'm gonna send it to Scott so he can edit it, and then people can print it out and read the previous three episodes and everything we've said on this. So everything here is for free. Go on our Twitter feed. You will make money on the Twitter feed using the picks betting individually. You'll yep. make a lot of money. You would have been twelve and zero just picking against Alabama. In the San Diego State Unders. <laughs> yeah, if you pick, if you bet nothing else but those two, you'd be twelve for twelve right now, in the last 12, 12 picks. Right, paying for things. So, with yeah. the set, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast. That's why this one goes to me.